Good morning. Um, yesterday we were finishing Chavdala Domedalus, and I'd like to just um, recap uh, or go back a little bit. <coughs> we learned to the end of, the, of yesterday, so one, one of the last things we did was about about um, Erva, and we said, Anyone who looks at the small finger of a, of a woman, it's as if he's looking at the Mokam the Mokam Erva, the very Mokam Erva. That's what we said yesterday. And we looked at Rashi already. And we pointed out that Rashi always says, when he talks about like this, Takudeba, Rashi says, Im Eishes Ishi, if she's an Eishes Ish. Later on again he says, Shaykh, the Eishes Ish, he said. He always refers to it, he always refers to the Eishes Ish. Seemingly suggesting that Rashi holds there's no Isra per se of looking, at, of gazing at an unmarried woman. <coughs> Although it should be pointed out to, that today, all, all women once they reach a <coughs> once, they, well, once they reach a certain age, have a chazok of being a nidor, because unmarried women do not go generally do not go to a mikveh, and therefore they have a chazok of being nidor, and therefore says the Mishnah Perura that uh, automatically they have a din of an erevod deiraisa. The whole makud of, of an eishesish or not an eishesish is because an eishesish is also to the person, whereas a Panuya, an unmarried woman, is not to him. So what's the worst that's going to happen? But if she's a Nidor, then obviously she's also to him at that time. So, um, but al Kofonim Rashi seems to be saying here that it's tough if, she, if she's an Eshethish. Now if we look, I just want to take a, a look at some of the, uh, if we, if we, if we start, start off with the, with the Rambam on the sheet, you'll see that this definitely seems to be the shit of the Rambam. The Ramam writes in Pirish Amishnayis in Sanhedrin, he writes, The Isha'a Panuya, an unmarried woman, Mutar la'isom she'ino la'erba, anyone who's not an erba to her, in other words, anyone who's not a, uh, a relation to her, anyone, if she's, in other words, she's not a nidor as well, then it's Mutar for them, Lehonois, to benefit, the Yistakel B'yotio, by gazing at her beauty, the Einzer Isser, it's not an Isser, and Aderach Tzimios Vaprishos, just it's not smios and it's not precious. Precious means to separate, to go the ex- extra mile. It's those sort of things which in order that a person won't come to touch the isur. In other words, the reason why Kodesh Baruch Hu allowed why he mutter it is because otherwise people would come if they're, if they're not given any heter, they'll come to do tzvorim fasurim. We find this in, in, he's saying this is one of, one of those examples. Something which, HaKadosh Baruch Hu left, left something which is mutter, despite the fact that it's not sneos, it's not precious, but the Epsom is mutter, because otherwise, if you don't give them any room for heta, people will come to do the Dvar Isur, the actual Dvar Isur. Ki HaChasidim Marchikim Dvarim Kwa'ilu, because Chasidim, they distance themselves from these sort of things. The Afabi... <coughs> The Yafa Pishain Mutarim, even though they are Mutta, they distance it, Mechashash, Etinofi Yosa, Isha, the Yargilima, Kumashah Yosa, Lipnim, because they're worried maybe, even though it's Mutta, that maybe um, she'll get married, and since he was so uh, pally with her beforehand, it could lead to problems after she gets married. 
Lifnei Masi used to do before she got married. So therefore, because of that, Chazal, the Chassidim, they don't uh, get involved in it at all, even with their Penuya. The Chay Pirish Rebbe Feirish Bash Oma Eoiv, that's what they explain Peshat in the Pasuk in Eoiv, Kharasi Baris Le'enoi, I made the covenant for my eyes, Umo Espein Al Al-Basula, what I should contemplate, I should literally understand, about a Basula. Abul Eino also, but it's not also. If he's gazing at her in order to know if she's pretty, in order he's going to marry her. Or if she's ugly, and he's not going to marry her. That's a mistake there. It should say, This is something which is fitting to do. The Torah gives it as a mitzvah to do this. On the contrary, to that, when a person is going on Shizuchem, that is not only permitted for him to gaze at her, it's actually a mitzvah, he's supposed to gaze at her in order to know if she finds favour in his eyes. So what we have here is the Rambam seems to be telling us that it is, uh, strictly speaking, strictly speaking to gaze at a panuya is, is mutter. Just, and what, why did our Kodesh Baruch make it mutter? Because otherwise, People, if you didn't, didn't give them anything which is Mota, they'd come to do the Dvar Isur, which is an Eshah Sish. But, is it really fitting? It's not really fitting. It's a lack of Tzniyos, but it's not also per se. That's what the Raman seems to, seems to be saying. And that would seem to be the shit of Rashi. That's what Rashi says. To say, That's definitely going to be talking about an Eshah Sish. You can't say that about somebody who does something which is, well, it's not Tzniyos, but it's not also. <coughs> However, the uh, in, in the Sefer Oitzah Poskim, which is a very big compendium on, uh, I mean they, haven't, they still haven't finished it on Evan or Ezra, um, they bring there from Rav Rosen in the Sefer Salmas Yosef, so I suppose Rav Yosef Rosen, that. He says that the Rambam was Chayzer in Mishnah Torah. We take a look at the Rambam in Hilchah Sisurei Biyah. We take a look at the second paragraph. That's Halacha Gimel. The Rambam writes there. He writes, These things are surin, are forbidden, b'chai ve'lavin. Okay? These things which we've listed beforehand, one of them is gazing at a, at a woman, is also with anyone who is a chayvei lavin. It's mutter to gaze at the face of a panuya, and to check her out, whether she's already, whether she's a virgin or she's not. Whether she's pretty in his eyes, he's then he'll marry her. There's no Tzad Isser in this. And not only that, there's a Roy Lassos came. It's Roy, it's fitting to do that. But he shouldn't be Mistakal Zerach Sunus. He shouldn't look at her in a frivolous manner, even when he's doing this for the purpose of Shaduchim. Because Hari Oemer, Bris Karati, the Enoi, or more on Al Basula. So he understands from this that the only Hetha is when. He's doing it for the purposes of Shidduchim. But otherwise, 
Otherwise, it's taka also. Only in this case does he say the involves there sad isa. There's no sad isa. That's what he. That, that's what he wants to say. I would like to suggest actually, if we take a look at the previous halacha, you'll see that the Ramam's already spelt out. You'll see why the Raman doesn't have to mention this uh, this din <coughs> that all um, pnuyos, strictly speaking, are motive. If we take a look at the previous halacha, halacha base. Somebody who does one of these one of these things, he is suspected of aroyas. The odom liquids the odom. It's forbidden for a person to click his fingers over with his feet. to him with his eyes. There you go to one of the aroyas, not a penuya, one of the aroyas. or to joke with her. Or to have colored rosh with her, lightheadedness. Even to smell the, the perfume on her. Or to look at her beauty. Who's he talking about here? He clearly says, not a penuya. That's awesome. And then he says, It's an isadarabonum, therefore, he'll get makas marzus. If a person looks even at the small finger of a woman, then it's coming in honors and he has kavonos to have benefits. Commission is sacrum kaim This is what we learned from the Gemara. That it's like looking in the place of her erva. Even just to listen to her voice, oliros saara or to see her hair is also. Al kolponim, the Raman has already spelled out that we're talking about one of the arroyos, not a penuya. Penuya is not an not an erva. Avadi, yes, if she's a nidah nowadays, that would be different. But, and then the Ramam goes on and says, in the next halacha, um, he tells you in the next halacha, once he's already spelt that out, he wants to tell you in the next halacha that there's a mitzvah to look at a penuya if he's planning to marry her. But not to say that any other penuya would be, would be, um, would be, uh, yeah, would be also. No, not true. So that is, that seems to be the way the, the Ramam goes, goes, uh, goes forth. Um, <coughs> on the other hand, we could say, we could say in the, the Ramam, he says, implying that a Tanuya, there's no Isra'la, but Medivri Kabbalah, Medivre Kabbalah, i.e. the Potsik in Eos, it could well be that a person would not be allowed to gaze at a, at a, at a Penuya. And that's part of the way the, the uh, Ba'er Heite Paskin, he says, his status at a Penuya, he says, L'chule is Medivre Kabbalah. In other words, it's not, there's no Isra love to look at a, at a, at a, um, at a woman who's a, who's a Penuya, but it could be, nonetheless, there is an Islam in the Rekabola, i.e. the Pasuk in Eos. There's also in Orchus Chaim Laharosh, in Orchus Chaim Laharosh, he writes like this. Orchus Chaim Laharosh is written by the Rosh, obviously. He writes, that you should have fear of heaven upon you. The and guard yourself from gazing at a woman. Listen to this. Even a Penuya. 
sounds like the Imoyal Shomayim Olecha you shall have fear of heaven on, upon yourself the Shomayim and guard yourself and Estakil Be'isha from gazing at a woman woman Vafida Penuya Oh, very, very good, very good. Because, very good, because the, the Rosh writes earlier, he writes, That a person shouldn't look at a woman, shouldn't gaze at a woman who is also to. So what do we do with this theory? So, in the... What, what one of the versions brought out, it's, it's uh, Eirach Yesharim. He brings there, he said, based on what he was macabre from, uh, from Rabbi Avraham Gurbitz, Rosh Yeshiva and Gate said, the Sefer Archos Chaim Laros can be divided up into, I think, four or five parts. And the first Chilek are things which are absolutely forbidden. So therefore, the Ramam writes there, the Isha, uh, sorry, the Rosh writes there, The next part are things which a person should be careful about because of the Yisem Kedoshim Nedekechem. You should be holy to Hashem, your God. So therefore, that includes Afiru Punuya. So therefore, this supports, again, this idea that to gaze out of Panuya is not absolutely forbidden. It's just a lack of Kedusha, it's a lack of Tzniyot, it's a lack of Precious, as the Rambam wrote. But it's not, strictly speaking, forbidden. And um, this, this idea is, is also spoken out in the, the, the Morgan Avrami writes, that he says it could be that Tafka and Erevo, it's also to smell her, to smell her besomim, to smell her, her perfume. But a panuya could be, it's permitted. And then the Elia Rabbo brings, that's what it's mashma from the Roshan of the Ramam, because the Ramam writes in Hilchus Brochus, he writes, Kita besom shel akum, besom shel erevo minu aroyos, in mavorkan alen, fisha osel ori afbohen. Mashma dafka the besomim of an erevo is forbidden to, to smell. Yeah? So according to this, it would appear that what we wrote in the Ram, uh, not not what we wrote. I'm just reading off here. What we said in the in the in the uh, in the Rambam originally, i.e. that the Rambam stands by what he wrote in in Pirush uh, that there is no isur whatsoever, not even medivri kabbalo, to gaze at a at a uh, at a penuya. It would appear that that is taka, that is that, that is that, that is the, the the more correct approach um, with, with, within the Rambam at least. There's no reason to suggest that the Rambam holds differently, and we could well say that the Rambam holds that there is no isa. It's a lack of tzniyot, it's a lack of precious, and it's not right for a person to do it. And especially in these generations, a person should be be more particular. And especially as we say in the Maita nowadays. All the girls automatically have a, chaz- a chazoko being a nido, in which case they do have a din of erva. But strictly speaking, we'll see in a second what the nafkamina is going to be. Strictly speaking, a pnuya would not have the din of a. There would, there would be no isser per se in gazing at her. However, the Elio Rabbi just continues just to complete this this uh, this this uh, what he says that from the smug and the smart, it's mashma he says shall noshim asurois. It's much more that even if they're not, if they're not, not an Arab. He says, perhaps even Panuyas, maybe yes, maybe not. He, 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 spoke, he speaks about it there. 
And then that, that's this is where we come to nowadays. The the uh, the Yivet's right. Nowadays, Kol Shekane, Nowadays, the all women have a being middle once they're already a little bit older, and that's what the 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 Mishnah Bura writes. And everybody doesn't really have a practical nafkamina nowadays, because once they reach a certain age, the age which is problematic, it's going to they're going to have a chazaka being a nizor. In which case, they're going to be also anyway alt erbol. There is there's 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 an, uh, another Gemara later on um, where this. This comes in again. Um, we'll see in the. I'll, 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 I'll leave it there until we get to the ninth parrot. In the ninth parrot, there's once again, you'll see this shit of Rashi again, where Rashi writes about an Aishas Ish. He picks up on the Aishas Ish, not a Panuya. And when we get to that, come that, 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 that's where we'll, we'll start running into problems and we'll have to start being. We'll have to start uh, clearing up what exactly the shit of Rashi is. But for the time being, it seems that the Shittah of Rashi, like the Rambam, is that, strictly speaking, there's no Isser for a person to gaze at an unmarried woman, although nowadays, automatically, they have a Chazokah being a Nidah. Now, the Gemara then continued, or in fact, it wasn't continued, the Gemara said before that, it said that a, um, at what age does a, a child, have, at what age is there, is there a problem to read Kriyashma in a bed with a child? So we have two, two, uh, two opinions in the Gemara. What, what, what were they? Right. Either the age when they're royal abiyah, which is three for a girl, nine for a boy, and the other opinion was eleven or twelve. The age at which they could... Uh, reach the age of maturity. We said before that age of 11 or 12, even if they reach the stage of maturity, it's irrelevant. After that age, says Rabbi Niyona, from 12, 12 or 13, automatically they, they have reached that stage, even if they haven't actually produced signs of maturity. And 11 or 12, that depends on whether they produce the signs of maturity or not. That's what we, that's what we said. Now the Raman Paskins, the Raman Paskins is like the second, second notion. There's 12 or th- uh, 11 or 12. That's how the, the Raman Paskins. Um, what we see from this is that a person doesn't <coughs> naturally a person doesn't have any taiva or won't come to hear her won't come to lewd thoughts with a child who's less than the age of 11 or 12 yeah that's that, that's what, what we see over here and you can't tell me that it's because it's only because it's his children because if you look at the, the notion of Rashi Rashi says when Rashi, um, he says on Bas Yudalaf Ben Yudbeis, Rashi says on Chafdal Adamadalaf, when it says Bas Yudalaf Ben Yudbeis, just over halfway down, he says, the manchain boys lechal saoris v'shadei and nechainim, the age at which they could reach the age of, the age of uh, maturity, shemishon ve'eloch boys lechal bia, from then and onwards they come to the klal of bia, she'odom misabe lohem. Don't say a father is misabe lohem. It's much more that that's the age at which a person naturally would start having a tithe for them, to have beer with them, is from the age of 11 or 12. So, there is, there, there, there is more to speak about them, so we're just going to cut, cut this a little shorter. There is more to speak about that with, with, with regard to the, um, with regard to Yechud, what age Yechud starts, etc., etc. But, 
when it, where the, where it has enough kamina is like this. When Moshe speaks about a shayla, can a parent go to, uh, to let's say, a child, uh, his child's got a leaver's concert? No, they, they've got a, they're putting on a performance. It's his primary school age children. Can a father go to that if it's girls? Girls are going to be singing there. So what age are we talking about here in this country at least? Maximum 11. So if they've reached the age of 11, theoretically we could, well it's, it's like this, once they've reached the age of 11, you could have a problem. But he says, he says, he says even more than 11, he says, since Al Piroi, based on what we've said today, Al Piroi, most children, most girls, above the age of 11, they haven't yet become an idol. Therefore, what have we said today? We've said that Mi'ikar Adin, a Panuya, there's no Issa to gaze at her. There's no Issa to listen to her voice. Mi'ikar Adin. And therefore, he says Mi'ikar Adin, he says, it could be, well, not it could be, he says Mi'ikar Adin, it would be permitted for the, for a father to, to, uh, to go to that. But he says, Still, though, he says one shouldn't be makele. He says since there are going to be a mere, some of those girls, even if it's one girl there, could have reached the age of, um, could have already become an idol, and therefore that girl is going to be a problem, and therefore he's not allowed to, he says one shouldn't be makele. He says again, using the rules we've said today, and until a girl becomes an idol, it's mutter to gaze at the panuya. It's mutter to listen to the voice of a panuya. But, but since there is, inevitably there is going to be at least one girl there who has probably reached the age of nidor once they're 11, therefore he says, the mice one shouldn't be makele. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm coming to that. But that, that doesn't help. Even, even if they're singing unison. We'll, we'll see in a second. So, um, Let's, let's, let's just quick, quick, briefly speak about this, this uh, shayla of, of women's voices, let's say on the radio. Can a person listen to a woman singing on a radio or a cassette, so nowadays a CD, MP3, whatever it is, can a person, <coughs> can a person listen to it? So it's like this. If, if a person, if it's normally speaking, a person is not allowed to listen to the voice of a woman, even if, she, even if he doesn't know who it is. He can't listen to her voice, because it's misdabbed to say, Once Chazal said that Kerl Isha is Erebor, a person is not allowed to listen to, the, to that Kerl Isha. That's, that's misdabbed. There are going to be Cholkim. I'm, I'm not saying there's no Cholkim. There are two schools of thought on this, on this whole subject. But the majority of Poskim are a little more machme on this. They say it doesn't matter whether you, whether you know who she is, you don't know who she is, if you're listening to her actual voice, then lo paluk. Chazal made a gzeir of kadesha erba, and that's it. However, when it's on the radio, that didn't go into that, you're not listening to the actual voice. You're hearing a projection, a, a re, whatever, whatever you call it. Right, electronic impulses. So if you don't know who the woman is, so you can say, look, I don't know who the woman is, the reason behind it, therefore, the reason behind the Takana doesn't apply. Because if I don't know who she is, I can't come to be Maharar about her. Can't come to Hirurim. So then you could argue, don't quote me on it, I'm saying you could argue, and this is what some post can say, that it's Muta, Mi'ikah, then it's Muta to listen to that, to that woman. 
But once you've seen a picture of, <coughs> of that woman even once, then it becomes awesome, not because, not so much because of the Lopalug, but because of the reason behind it. My nafkamina, whether you're hearing the actual Kurdish or you're hearing the electronic impulses, if either way it's going to bring you to the home of that woman, Zilbosa Taimah is going to be awesome. That, I think, is the general consensus of Poskim. If you've seen who that woman is, if you know who the woman is, then the majority of Poskim say it's awesome to listen to the to recording of that, of that woman. If you don't know who the woman is, there are those who say that, at least Me'ekaradin, it's his motto because it's not the actual voice of the woman. You don't know who she is, so you're not going to come to Erhurim. So in which case, Me'ekaradin, it could be it's, it's, uh, it's motto. So to when it comes to a choir... So you, what, what, what Keith just uh, pointed out before. So with a choir, you're not hearing any particular voice. But on the other hand, you're hearing the voices of women. And you can see all these women standing in front of you. So therefore, it could well bring you to hear her about any of these young girls, women. And therefore, it would be a problem. And even if one of these girls is a nether, it has to be also. Because what happens if you have to hear about this, this one girl who is a nether? So therefore, I believe the post can say a choir is also awesome. There are, again, there are those who are massively say if you can't hear one particular voice, but I don't think that's the general consensus of post I the postgames speak about Zemiris, I'm not talking about when there's guests. At least with, with, with a family, right, with one's wife, one's short, young, uh, well, older, older girls. So, the postgames speak about it, and the, the bottom line is it comes down to Minhag. There are many who have a Minhag that, I mean, it goes all the way back. There is a Minhag which is accepted in Kalisol that there's no problem when it comes to Zemiris. Now, why? It could be because Zemiris, the question is, do Zemiris, are they the one because any Dvorim Shabbat Kedusha, if, if you, one's, uh, one's wife is singing, if he's actually paying, it's, it's only if you're paying attention to the singing. Because in the background, one doesn't have to tell his wife to, to be quiet. But if one's pay, paying attention to the singing, it would, uh, he's, not, he's not allowed to do anything which is, any Dvorim Shabbat Kedusha is a problem. So he can't learn Torah, he can't say any So the question is, what's the status of Zemiris? So, there is a minag, many have, it's an accepted minag, it's, if that's the, the minag in that family, is that they sing, uh, they sing Zemiris together. And the place can say there are, there, is, there are many, I have a funeral of Shem Shonafoyal, Hirsch speaks about this minag, I think, or somebody from Frankfurt, whatever, that um, there, there are many people who have such a minag that for Zemiris it's, it's not a problem. Sorry? I think, they, I think they, they also speak about that. I think at some age it can be a problem. For, for a brother to a uh, sister, it can be a problem at a certain age. Sorry? <coughs> Sing, singing Zemiris together with a family. Yeah. Because although you're obviously you're allowed to hear your wife's voice, you're allowed to hear your, your children's voice, but we said in the Gemara, Kol Isha Erva. The voice of a woman is Erva. And just like you're not, you're not allowed to read Kriya Shema opposite Erva, even if it's Erva which you're allowed to, which is mutter for a, for a husband to see, or to hear, 
he's not allowed to read Kriyashma, he's not allowed to learn opposite that ever. So the question is, where does this minah come from? There's many, you know, not, not, not just you change your, your minah. There are many, within Kalali Torah, there are many, many people who have this minah. I asked, I asked Rav Tzvi once about this, Rav Tzvi Kushalevsky, and I think he said to me, he said there's many people who have, to have, uh, have this uh, minah. He says, I, I, think, I think he told me well, one doesn't have to change a minah, it's not a... Uh, and presumably it's because the, the Minag assume that it's not, it's not the one Shabbat Dusha. There are, there are various reasons get, given for it. No, no. Well, no, so, no, so, so that's... Well, if, if you didn't hold of this Minag, then you'd say that the Zemiris are the one Shabbat Dusha. Then you can't sing them whilst your wife is singing them. There's, there's one way out of it. You know what that way is? If you sing louder, yeah, that's what you say. If you sing loud enough, you can't hear her. That's the, that, that's the matter. What 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 what, uh, what Ramosha used to do when his when his daughters, I think it was his wife, his daughters were singing. He wanted to learn. He didn't want to put them, you know, the god that he was. He didn't want to go and tell them to be quiet. They were having their enjoyment. So he just learned a lot louder. Through that, he was able to learn. They were able to sing, and everyone was happy. So if you sing louder, you can get 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 around the problem. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can have it the other way around as well. If the guest starts singing, if you've got a female guest who starts singing in a loud voice, so, so then the eight is other than, I mean, you, uh, you know, especially if it's uh, somebody who's not, who's not so orthodox, you, you, you don't want to insult them, so then the eight is to sing a lot louder. Tell, tell everyone on the table to sing a lot louder. So, 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 every, 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 so in, instead of looking like an Atari Kartonik, you look like a real, a real national. <laughs> yeah. And l- l- lastly, just to close this, close this subject, as I said, there, 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 is, there is much more to it. I mean, obviously, by the way, it goes, let's say, the same idea is, let's say, get, uh, seeing uh, an unclad woman on a, on a, if I could say, a television, on a screen. That's also going to be completely awesome. You're not going to say, yeah, but it's not an actual woman. Yeah, because again, Zilbos Hatayma. That's what I'm just saying. It's the same thing on a radio. If you know who the woman is, it's going to, obviously it should be, seemingly it should be also. Just to, to, uh, <coughs> to close the, uh, the subject, we, we said yesterday, what exactly is uh, his sacrifice? So if you look at the, the, the last Maramokam here, <coughs> the Ramam writes once again, it's also in, in, um, in the, that, that same Perish Amishnai is there, he writes, to benefit with seeing with the eyes her tsura, her form, with kavana to benefit. We've skipped a little bit. Umutale saka bakalas mutapage that a kala, bishas parok at the time of the brocha. The alpha pishi is a shasish, even though she's an a shasish, who ever 
and he's an Arab of Osir, is Takelba, um, Akhari Kane, and he's going to be also to look at her afterwards. Elohim Kane, Lonis Kavin, Leidat Surasa. You see, once again, this, this idea. The main point we want from this Raman is, what is his status? The Raman defines it, you're looking at her tzura. You're not just gazing at her, you're actually looking at, you're measuring up her form. You're looking at her particulars, that is, that is called his status. Sorry? <laughs> there are those who then are mechanic between Habota and Re'ia as well. But uh, this, that, that, that isn't for now. Um, that basically takes us to the to the uh, the the end. Sorry? No, no, no. Istak is 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 awesome. No, no, that, 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 that's a particular case that the Raman was talking about there, so it's, that, that, that isn't for us. I'm, I'm, that, that's just brought in, because that, that's where he says, that's why I've just picked out that bit. He's talking about something else there. The rule is that it's also the Sakel, as an Ish, Ish is absolutely forbidden. A Panuya, who is not an Erva, Aish is not an Eda, so that's in 10, or maybe an 11-year-old. Me'ika, um, then it could be its mother, but Alts Precious and Smeas, it could be it's better, better not. The truth is, until 10 or 11, it could be it's not such a major... could be it's not such a major issue. Uh, well, the, the, the thing is, if, if he's uh, Osik Bimanakte, if he's Osuk Bimelachto, there's, there's a heter for a person who's Osuk Bimelachto to, uh, it, it, it's not an heter for him to, to be with, with, with women who are, who are not dressed appropriately. For example, a lifeguard, a lifeguard for women, strictly speaking, I'm not saying it's the ideal job for a good Jewish man, but it's, uh, strictly speaking, it could be a smutter. Because he's Osuk Bimelachto, so therefore, he, since he's too, he's preoccupied with his Melacha, He's got to make sure he doesn't have time to start having her hurry. <coughs> no, so, so, that's, so that's what I'm saying. Somebody in a dress shop, would you say these? these I don't know if you could say he's also women after. A doctor is another case. How is a doctor allowed to treat women? No, what, what's the reason? Even if there's no sarkona there. Well, what's, what's the hatha? The hatha is because he's Osik Bimelachta. He's busy with his work. He's too busy with his work. We're not, we're not Khoshish. She's going to come to her. So a dressmaker, I don't know. I don't know whether you can say that. Could, possibly you could say that's Osik Bimelachta as well. Well, so, so, well so, sometimes the, the, the doctor has to look at... Uh, no, it 
could be. I, I, I say, it, could, it could be a dressmaker would come under Ottoman Menachah as well. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Presumably it would be better to have a woman. Okay. Carries on the Gemara. Bottom of Chaftal Gomad Aleph. Bomer Rabbi Chanino. Said Rabbi Chanino. Aniro ECS Rabbi. I saw Rabbi. Shekihek Upiek Venisatish Vareik. He was Gihek. Gihek Rashi says, according to one shot, is that he um, felched, grasped, whatever, thought. Uh, according to the other shot, he says it means he stretched, like somebody who's uh, tired. He stretched. So, talking about in the, in, in the middle of davening. Upiek, Piek means that he yawned. Venisatish, he sneezed. Vareik, and he spat on the ground. All of this he did during davening. Top of Chastarad on the base. Umemash meish pevigdai. And he, Rashi says that means he was uh, fizz- literally fiddling with his clothes. It means to get rid of the lice which was which were stinging him. Tosfos Tos says that. Um, I mean, if, if, let, let, let's let's just go on a, a little bit first in the Gemara. Avalo ayomisati. But if the talis, Rashi says, if the talis fell off, he wouldn't put it back on whilst he was davening, because that, that, that would be a hefzik. So if we, if, we, if we take a look at Tosus, Tosus says slightly differently. First Rashi, Tosus says, Rashi explains the Havya Akinohogs also. The Mamashmish Pavigdo means he was cleaning out his beggar to remove the kinah, the louse which was, uh, which was stinging him. He wouldn't wrap himself with the talis, ימנופלטליסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטיסטי
somebody who raises his voice in tefillah, Harizer Minaviye Hashaka. He's from amongst them the Nevi'e Hashaka. Because we find with the, uh, um, with the, what they call the, the Ibdi Abal, so what, when, uh, when, um, when Eliyahu was, was poking fun at them, so he said, maybe you should scream a little louder. Maybe your deity can't hear you. So they started screaming louder. So anyone who screams while stubborning, he's counted as Nevi'e Hashaka, he's counted amongst the Nevi'e Hashaka, the false prophets. Now, carries on the bright of this part, which is Megayah to us. Megayik umafayik, somebody who, Megayik either uh, belches or stretches, depending on which shot we take, umafayik, or somebody who yawns, harizeh migase horuach. He's counted amongst the gase horuach, people who have pride, gaiva. He's standing there in front of the Rabbeinu Shalom and he's doing that. That's not, that's not a way to double in front of our Kodesh Baruch Hamisatish bitfilase, and somebody who sneezes in davening, simen rado. It's a bad, it's a bad omen for him. The yish omen, and some say, nikar shuhumachuar. It's recognizable that he is literally disgusting. Now Rashi says, Rashi says that the yish omen, his girsa is that the yish omen is going back on the magai kumafai. Rashi says, you read it like this, Megai Kumafai Karizeh Megase Oruach, somebody who belches, stretches, or, or, um, or, uh, yawns, is Megase Oruach, and some say, Nikashu Mechuar. It's recognizable that he is disgusting. And then we got Hamisatish, somebody who sneezes, and his Tzvila, Simon Rado, it's, it's a bad Simon friend. And Horekvist Tzvilate, somebody who spits in his Tzvila, Kilu Rechbifne Amelech. It's as if he spat in front, in the face of the king. So all these things we got, gieg, pieg, nisafish, and rake, and spitting, all of them are not good things to do. So why was Rebbe doing it during his tefillah? So says the Gemara, Vishlam the The one on the one about belching, or stretching, or yawning, that's not a kasha. Kan kan It depends. If it just happened, the say against his will, then, that's what happened with, 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 uh, with Rebbe. He can't control it. So you're not going to say, Migase or But, if he does it, he does it willfully, he goes ahead and belches, he does it, he starts yawning willfully, he could have stopped it. Such a thing, that is, that is considered to be Migase or or So that one we can answer up. <coughs> And on Misatish, on Misatish, Kasha. But Misatish, on Misatish, literally sneezing, is a Kasha. What do we do with that? So, answers the Gemara, Misatish, on Misatish, Nami no Kasha. It's not a Kasha. Kan Melamalo, Kan Melamato. Depends. It depends whether he sneezes, Melamalo means he sneezes from his nose, or Melamato, or whether he passes wind. That's the, that's the, the, uh, if it's sneezing, Sneezing, that, that, that's what happened with, uh, with, uh, with Rebbe. That, there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, as Rashi says, because that's only the answer. A person can't control himself when he needs to sneeze. So that, you can't criticise Rebbe for doing that during Dublin. But if it's Minamata, that already is much more problematic. Um, sorry? 
I mean, if, 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 if you actually look, look at Rashi, Rashi says, Lamata is Mefiach Bako. Rashi says, it's Dafka Bako. And the question is, why does Rashi say Dafka Bako? Oh. So the 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 Acharonim the Madana Yom Tov quite quite a few of the Acharonim pick up on this on this Rashi, and they um, the the, the Madana Yom Tov says because only through if it's Bako then he's embarrassed because people can hear and that he's he's embarrassed, and that's why it says Nikashu Mechua. That's what he says. The Yishoyim Nikashu Mechua. Why is it Nikashu Mechua? Because people can hear. Yeah, and also that's shot in the Tanakhama, Simon Raloi, etc. He says, Lamaisa, even if it, Halacha Lamaisa, he says, or not Halacha Lamaisa, he says, even if it's not audible, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still a, a, a problem. Because it's something which a person should be embarrassed. The truth is, anyone notice the problem with that, with that shot? Huh? No, the Nikashu Mechur, what's that going on? According to Rashi, Nikashu Mechur is not going on that case. We pointed out earlier, Rashi's Gersa is, if you look at Rashi, that's, no, no, that, that's the Yesh Omrim the Gemara. It says, I'm a guy, 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 I would have said more, more like, like, like Keith says and the, the, the Yad David says, he says Rashi gets it from the fact that it uses the same notion, itush. And itush is like sneezing, it's something which uh, makes a noise. So, um, he, says, he, he says as well, the, the, the Mogin Abram brings in the, the first Lublin, the gives is Mefiach Bekal, not Bekal. It says, it says the Mogin Abram, Pshat is, that it's not Aina. Yeah? That's what it means, Mesiach Bakal, not Bakal. What Rashi meant to say was, Mesiach Bakal means that it's not Aina. That's the difference between Misatish Lamala and Lamata. So the Gemara, why? What's this thing of Misatish Lamata? The Omer of Zero. Ho Milso Ibla Ali Beirav Hamnuna. The following thing, literally, I swallowed, I ate up in the Beis Hamedish of Rav Hamnuna. The Takil Ali, and it's, uh, it, it weighs for me, in other words, it's worth for me. Kikule Talmudoi, like all of my learning. Hamisatish bitfilote. Somebody who passes wind in his tvila. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, well, misatish, whatever this misatish is. Simon your fellow, it's a good simon for him. Keshim sha'isim loy nachas ruach melamato. Just as they make a, a nachas ruach for him down here, because when he sneezes, it gives him uh, relief. Kach oisim loy nachas ruach melamato. So too, they make, it makes him an achas ruach above. He said, this was such a relief for me, it was worth all my learning. Because, um, because otherwise, cause I, when, whenever I used to daven, I always used to sneeze. So when I heard this, I was so relieved. For me, it was a, it was a, it was, it was a major relief. Just as, because when a person sneezes, it gives him relief. So to in Shemaim, it will cause a nachas ruach for him up there. Says the Gemara, but spitting, we haven't dealt with that kasha. 
and answers the Gemara, Reka Reknami Lakasha, it's also not a Kasha, Efsha Kidrav Yehuda. One's talking about when it's Efsha, he didn't have to spit on the floor like that of Rav Yehuda. So Omar Rav Yehuda, Hayahimid Batfila, if a person was standing in Tfila, then it's Amin Lodrik, and he feels saliva in his mouth, Mavlio Batalisa, he should swallow it up, he should put it into his talis, into his, his, uh, his garment. In talis loyahu, but if it's a nice talis, he doesn't want to put his saliva in it, then mavliyo ba'afroksusay, he should put it into his afroksusay, is like his scarf. So that is what, that, that's the, the case when it, if a person doesn't do that, and he spits on the floor, when he could have just uh, put it into his daggers, that's like spitting at the king. But the case of Rebbe was where he couldn't do that. He couldn't put it into his talis, he couldn't, he wasn't, maybe he wasn't wearing an afroksusay, and therefore, he had to spit on the ground. Then it's different. Ravina, and finally, Ravina, Ravina was standing behind Ravashi, Nizamin Lo Roik, he felt saliva in his mouth, Poskei Lachoris, he spat behind him. Omar Lei, so, um, so, um, Ravashi said to him, sorry, no, Ravina said to him, Lotsav Olomar, Lohod Rav Yehuda, do you not hold the vat of Rav Yehuda? Mavliya Bafruk Susa, you should put it into your, into your scarf. Omalisi said to him, I'm not anino datoi. I'm a little bit finicky, and therefore I, I, I can't bring myself to put it into my beggar. So in such a case, a person is allowed to spit on the floor, like with Rabbi.